Welcome to season four of The Blunderbuss, Australia's best bus on which to talk about leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, The Blunderbuss, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their greatest leadership disasters. On The Blunderbuss, we think it's possible to learn much more from your moments of failure than your moments of success, if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. If you've been enjoying the blunderbuss, maybe you'd like to share the podcast with someone that you know. Why blunder alone when you can blunder with a friend? The blunderbuss has had over four and a half thousand downloads and is now the world's most popular podcast about leadership failure recorded on a bus in the Southern Hemisphere. Today's episode is sponsored by City to City and their Revitalize Australia project. It's an ambitious attempt to see health and life breathe back into thousands of churches all around this country, churches that are not reaching their gospel potential. Go to citytocityaustralia.org.au and click on the Revitalise Australia tab to find out more. So today, the blunderbuss has travelled all the way to Melbourne and we're speaking to Shabu John. G'day, Shabu. G'day, Edward. How are you today? <laughs> Very formal. Thank you. Shabu, oh, okay. um, uh what's what's your your pastoral role what's your title in your church sure they've given me the title as the lead pastor of a church here in melbourne in the outer east of melbourne and what's your church called canterbury gardens community church Beautiful. it's a very confusing name because it's nowhere near the suburb of canterbury <laughs> yeah it's named after a shopping center back in the 90s when it was cool to be out of the box to name a church and that's what <laughs> Great. And uh, you also have a role with City to City. So what's your City to City role? Yeah. Uh, look, I have the great joy and privilege to work one day a week with uh, City City Australia as the Melbourne City Catalyst Leader. How's that wow. for a name? That is dynamic. It just speaks of dynamism. Yeah. yeah it yeah. does. It does. It can't yeah. fit in a business card, though. But, yes, that's right. Chibu, thank you for uh, jumping on the blunderbuss today. Uh, and thank you yeah. to yeah, Premier Dan, Daniel Andrews, who gave me permission to drive into Melbourne, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so, Shabu, have you ever had an experience of leadership failure? Uh, no, I don't know why I was asked on this. <laughs> <laughs> First ever. First ever time it's happened. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, uh, of course, there's plenty. Um, uh, but I think the thing that really sticks out to me is, uh, not as much uh, a, a moment, there are moments, but a specific thing that drives it all. Okay. And for me, it has been the fear of man. It's, a, fear it's a biblical of, term. Fear of man, not fear of the man, you know. The like. man. <laughs> we rebel against the man here in Melbourne, but yeah. Okay, tell me, tell me what, tell me what's fear of man. Look, uh, it, it's a biblical term, but I think uh, so at the heart of it is actually um, really uh, being overwhelmed uh, in your emotions, uh, even physically sometimes, uh, over um, a person or a situation to the point that you become so afraid that either you are stuck in making a decision or you don't confront issues or you sometimes just try to keep the peace and you kind of want to be that likable person. Right, uh, right. Which is where it kind of really drills deep into my heart, I think. Yeah. Chris, you don't, you don't, you know, I know you're a bit, you don't, you don't seem like a guy who's afraid of people. Oh, well, see, I think that's the thing there, right there. <laughs> I think you've hit the, the right on the heart there. Um, so one of the things, you know, in high school when they say to you, 
you know, they'll have a little thing on about a person. Uh, one of the things that always came back was Shabu is the most likable person because everyone likes him. And so the thing that came out many years later, um, as you know, the Lord was working in my heart was, uh, Shabu, you, you don't want to be your, that fear of man thing drives you to make sure you're that likable person wow. um, because you don't want to be putting anyone out in any way, shape or form. Yeah. You don't want to be disliked. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is pretty deep, Shabu. <laughs> To dive in deep, this is diving straight into the wow, the back of the bus. Yeah, right? we are yeah. we had diving in deep. Yeah, so okay, and you feel as though that's been been something that has been a a, a driver. Forgive the blunderbuss pun, but a driver for you for a long time. Yeah, it has, and I I don't I don't think I've really kind of put a name around it. Probably about four or five years ago, um, where what I found myself doing was um, really making decisions. To the point of ensuring everyone was happy, and particularly yes. in my leadership, uh, whether if it's at home or at church, wherever it might be. Right. And I found that I wanted to make sure everyone was happy with the decision. Right. Which is impossible, right? Exactly right. So, yeah, that's right. Exactly right. And so what I found was I was finding myself, um, like I would take ages to make a decision. Right. Because I'm trying to make sure I've talked to everyone, got everyone's points of views, uh, and then finally either the decision is made that's sometimes the most safest right? Uh, or sometimes, uh, you know, uh, in such a way that it's quickly rushed and so people don't have time to <laughs> say, hey, wait, you haven't really talked about this. <laughs> and so, Just sort of yeah. smuggle it in somewhere and get on. Yeah, that's right. Now, I, I, I think... It's obvious, but it might be worth just pausing for a moment. What, what's the downside of this particular pattern? So in Christian ministry, the downside means that you uh, are far more concerned about what people think, not in an arrogant way, but in no. a, you know, uh, than uh, resting in who Jesus sees you as already because wow. you belong to. Wow. And so what happens then is, um, yeah, there's a restlessness in the heart because you're constantly wanting to please somebody else. Yes. Um, as to knowing uh, because of the gospel, because of the good news, um, you know, I'm fully accepted and loved by Jesus, not yes. because of my performance, because of yes. what he's done. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah. Um, so the downside is I don't um, completely fully embrace or rest in who Jesus is, what he's done, what he's yeah. continuing to do in me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I take it too, I mean, that's very, very profound what you just said then, and I take it too that for the church or organisation, uh, there's, you know, decisions are not the best decisions. As you say, they're the safest decisions. Yes, that's right. And that's right. And and so what happens in, in, uh, in certain contexts that I've been in is that other voices get louder because they're the ones who are willing to take the risk or willing to make a decision. Yeah. Uh, and then... That leads to other things in the fear of man in the sense where I'm like, no, 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 I'm the person leading this. What are you doing? <laughs> and so all of this ugliness comes to the surface. Yeah. Kind of lurching from one thing to another. Yeah, one. that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Shabu, I mean, I, this is very common. This is, you know, I think that that thing of, you know, fear of man, fear of, of people is very common 
in mm. uh, amongst those of us who have leadership roles. What's mm. the what's the cost to you personally when this is your driver, when this is motivating you? Yeah, so probably it, this this really came uh, really to the forefront when, uh, for firstly, emotionally and physically, uh, how it happened was. I would almost like shut down. Like I would wow. be afraid to, you know, look at an email. I'd be afraid to talk to that person or that uh, talk to that particular topic. So physically I would just be very quiet. I won't quite, talk. Quite paralyzed in a way. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. And for those who know me, they they would say, wow, I should be being quiet. That's very rare. Right. He's always, yeah. So yeah. So that would happen physically. Um then uh, emotionally, my family, particularly my wife and my kids, would notice that I'm withdrawing. Yes, uh, I'm not as engaged with them at home uh, in in situations. Um, so that was one of the things that I started noticing. Um, and then spiritually, um, I I would just find it very hard to rest in knowing that Jesus loves me. Right. I know it sounds really silly, but that's you know I, I feel like I need to do more, or uh, you know I'm a failure, and it just this talk just continues to happen. Um, One of the phrases that we use at City to City is about, uh, you know, preaching the gospel to our own hearts, right? Amen. Yeah. What, what, what does that mean? What, what, what does that expression mean to you? Uh, so a passage in scripture that has been super helpful for me um, for battling this in my life um, has been Colossians 1. Uh, firstly, it gives me this great view of who Jesus is yes. as the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him and through him all things were created. So it gets my gaze away from myself. So for me to be less fearful of others or fear of man, I need to look at someone who's much more beautiful and glorious. Yeah. So God's helped with that. Um, So I I literally, what that looks like for me is in these moments, I say that passage to my heart out loud. uh, Wow. and then I go to the very end of that passage. It talks about the Apostle Paul says with all his energy, he, he does the work of Christ, so proclaims the gospel work. And I have to say, okay, whose energy am I using right now? Um, mm. So I ask some questions. So if I need to, you know, say sorry to the Lord to repent, I need to say sorry, mm. ask forgiveness. Uh, and then sometimes it may take a couple of days. So I might step out and, and deal with the situation or person. Uh, and one of the prayers that I've been praying often has been, particularly when it's a situation with a particular person, I always ask God, um, please give me your heart for them. Um, so that through yeah, the Holy Spirit's help, he helps me see them through the lens of Christ rather than mm. they're an enemy or, you know, whatever else that I might want to see them as. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. And I, just the way that you talk about that then, you know, I, I'm getting the impression that this is not something you just kind of think, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore and just kind of stop and sort it out or whatever. I take it this is a bit of an ongoing process. Yeah, it's an ongoing process. By God's grace, it's gone shorter okay. in the sense of, you know, from the situation or experience of person, I'm dealing with it much quicker. Um, and... I had this moment, uh, a situation where an individual um, just didn't didn't like what I was doing in leadership in, in, in my context. And so 
one day I just asked them, is there something I can do to fix this? And uh, they said, no, that was it. Like it was shut down. I remember leaving the conversation just deflated. And I, um, I thought to myself, you know, Lord, what, what else can I do to fix this? You know, tell me, how can I be like Jesus to fix this? And the thought that came to mind was, Shabir, I still love you. I had this moment of just going, oh, like I have a saviour who understands people who just does not love him and does not like him and yes, that's you not going to change. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? He's well so, familiar with yeah, that experience. That's right. That's exactly right. And so it, it, it just there's this moment of just almost not, I wouldn't say like it was all freedom and so on straight away, but it was a moment of realisation that the side of eternity some people just won't like you and that's that's okay. You, you you just need to ask the Lord to give me your heart for them, to love them, to serve them, uh, not to be bullied or pushed around. I don't agree with that for sure. And Shabu, if you had one piece of encouragement or one piece of advice to give to people who are listening to the blunderbuss today who also struggle with this fear of, of people, you know, what, what would you say to them? Um, I think um, the prayers in the epistles are really super helpful for people who are fearful of a man, particularly at the start, um, like Colossians 1, for example, just reiterating your heart to that. I think that's it's a heart work. Mm. Um, so I think that would be my advice is to rest in knowing who Jesus is, what he's done. Um, there's nothing you can do more or less for his love for you. Um, and have that gospel preaching to your heart um, uh, and have people around you who will also speak that truth to you in those moments. Um, so my beautiful wife is very good at in these moments where I confess to her, hey, this is what's going on. I don't know you'd say names or situations, but she just knows in general and she's very good at just reminding me who Jesus is, what he's done, um, you know, and 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 my we've got three kids, you know, uh, there's nothing like a little kid giving you a cuddle and saying, I love you, Dad, <laughs> just to remind you it's, it's okay. City to city estimate that there are perhaps 3,000 Bible-based gospel-centred churches in Australia that are plateauing or declining. Just think of the potential impact if those churches could rediscover their mission and purpose and reach out to their communities with the love of Jesus. It's a massive exercise in leadership renewal. If you or your church would like to be part of that, head to citytocityaustralia.org.au and find the Revitalise Australia tab to find out more. Thanks to Shabu John for sharing deeply and personally today. Really appreciate that. If you've enjoyed listening to The Blunderbuss, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps other people find the podcast and also meets my personal needs for approval and affirmation. Oh, no, that's another mistake. Oh, well, see you next time on The Blunderbuss. <laughs>